Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. But let's get into it. New rules. Grounding the ball. Here's one of the new rules. Now, apparently there's no rule changes. But I think there might be a little bit of... They, they say... What did they say? Adjustments? Uh, amendments. Amendments. But no rule changes. <laughs> amendments, guys. So make sure we know that. No rule changes, just amendments. Grounding the ball. Tries will now be awarded if the ball rotates from the hand to the wrist or forearm, provided there is no obvious separation between the ball and the hand or arm. The new interpretation will allow further clarity for officials when adjudicating grounding. Timmy, what are your thoughts on this, mate? It's hard to get your head around it until you see it play out, but mm. I'm just picturing blokes grounding the ball with their elbow and it's just going to cause blow-ups. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get my head around it, but you know, it's rolling up there, it gets to the, the mid-forearm and it gets down, but there's no separation. Yeah, yeah. Sounds dodgy. At best to me, but... Was it, was it a problem? No, I, th- I Did anyone have right. an issue with grounding calls? I thought they were getting on top of it. Yeah, like, I thought it was pretty... A few years ago, it, a few years ago, people were grounding it with their forearms and it was like, this is ridiculous. It was almost no, bouncing. Yeah, because there's ago. no control. Yeah. So are they going back to that? Like, is that what I'm reading? I wonder or? if it's because when you drop it and then ground it, they always say no try because you have to re-grip the ball. I wonder if it's to abolish that which i think is silly because that's black and white that's mm. i thought that was great a great rule um so it's gonna be weird to see if like they drop it and then before it touches the ground they do that and yeah. then they actually but then that's separation the though but if it if it goes down and but rolls if, up i don't know yeah i don't know it's it's i feel like it's adding more shit in mm. yep and regardless of what it says there it'll be set in the first few weeks <laughs> by the first few decisions and we won't know what it's meant to say but we'll know what it looks like yeah what it looks like um yeah, look, I mean, I didn't feel like there was a problem with grounding. Like, I, I didn't feel like I was sitting there each game. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there were certain games where the player did ground the ball and he didn't get the try or whatever, but did not seem like a big problem to me. Whereas, like, 
now that they've come out and said this is amendment, fans are going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Rah, rah. You know, so um, hopefully it, it works out all right. What do you reckon, Guru? Oh, yeah. That's, we, we love our grey areas, don't we? We just love <laughs> yeah. them greyer and greyer. <laughs> Could you imagine? So that means if I roll it like to my chest, yeah, where does it stop? Or does it say forearm? I guess elbow. Yeah, the oh, tries will forearm. now be awarded if ball rotates from hand to the wrist or forearm. So the wrist or forearm. So basically all the way up to the bicep. Um, anyway, next one. Operation of the 18th player all. The number of failed head assessments, head injury assessments, will be reduced from three to two to trigger activation of the 18th player. This will allow greater flexibility for clubs which lose multiple players to head injuries in the match. I like this call. Yeah, I think it's I thought so. three was way too much. Yeah, and, and, and until I saw it... I. Probably didn't have an understanding of it, but I, I definitely think that two is the right way to go. I just thought, because like when what would happen is, is you'd be watching games and two blocks would go down and you'd be like, your bench is decimated because then someone else has done his mm. hammy or whatever. And you're going, fuck, we got like one bloke. Whereas like two blokes, I think that, I think two is good. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, it seems pretty clear cut. And that's it. Like you go two HIAs failed and they can't activate them. Like, All right, that's okay. But as you said, you throw in injuries on top of that yeah. and they're just stuffed. So I think it's a sensible move. Yeah, I, I like it. I think this is a smart move. And it just it, it also makes the decision for the head injury, like that, even though they shouldn't, but it makes it easier for clubs to go to make the safer decision because they've got someone there ready to go. They don't have to worry about rotations, that kind of stuff. So I like this one. Maddie, do you like this one? Not like this one? No, that's a... Obvious good one for me. I think I think like a good example was the Sinbin game when the Roosters lost a couple of players and it just it pretty much it ended up costing them their season. Yeah. Because they had Teddy go off and I think it was another one and they Angus couldn't, Crichton maybe? Angus yeah, it might have been Crichton, yeah. So like yeah. two key players and they couldn't recover from that. Yeah. So yeah. Easy 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 call. Uh intervention of bunker in foul play. The bunker may only intervene for acts of foul play which it deems to be reportable. The change will ensure fewer needless stoppages while also confirming a firmer process around foul play intervention. This one is like going to be vague because it's like, is that reportable? Is that reportable? Some people argue that that no reportable, you know, reportable offences should only be judged by someone after the game because they've got all the, you know, the the replays and all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess, you know, who makes the call, whether it's a reportable offence, is it another ref? You would assume so. Yeah. So another ref sits in there and says that's reportable. Yeah. So it all comes down to perspective week to week. Mm. So. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, I mean, it'll speed it up slightly, but at the same time, you can be put on report and not get charged and it means nothing. Yeah. So they can still intervene essentially whenever they want and then it gets put on report and nothing comes out of it. So they'll be intervening a lot. Mm. I don't think it'll change much at all. I reckon this will solve zero. I reckon refs yeah. are going to... They're going to honestly shit themselves and like not want to make a call and take the easy option and just put everything on report. I reckon that'll, I reckon it's a waste of time, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I'll wait and see how it goes. I mean, I hope hopefully it does speed it up because like, I feel like with the bunker, you either put it all in or you just have it for tries and that. Mm. Uh, because we just can't afford for the game to be too slow. Like, I think most fans would be okay with some calls not going their way as long as it's a smooth game. You always get the calls back. Like, I say this all the time, but how often hasn't the best team not won the comp because of calls against them? Doesn't really happen where we we end a season and we go, the best team didn't win the comp. 
No, no season whatsoever. No bite there. No bite. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but do you know what I mean? Like, usually, I, I can't recall a year where we go. You know what? Like, they weren't actually the best team. Like, this team got dudded two games in a row, and then they should have gone through. Um, you know, you could make an argument that like there was a semi-final where they got a bad call or whatever, but I, I think it's pretty rare. Usually, the best team wins a comp. Uh, now, captain's challenge. A challenge may be initiated after the referee blows a whistle to stop play rather than only after a decision resulting in a structured restart. So basically, any time the referee blows his whistle to stop play, the challenge may be initiated. Decisions which cannot be challenged will be continued to include forward passes, roll balls, and discretionary penalties, including 10-metre offside. Ruck infringements relating to the play the ball speed, tackled into touch after held call and descent. A challenge can be made following the final play in each half, provided the referee has already called half, has not already called half or full time. The changes will add further clarity for fans, broadcasters, clubs, and players around when a captain's challenge can or cannot be initiated. How good's the challenge can be made following <laughs> the final? I was driving around a car park yesterday and there was a sign that said no parking. It was on the ramp and I thought that's because some dickhead at some point is parked here. Doesn't that just scream Tigers Cowboys? Yeah, yeah they yeah. just want to like, God, until they, there's two whistles. There's two whistles. <laughs> one to stop the game, one to call half time. Uh, what do you reckon, boys? I mean, it's, it's not, still not very clear to me in regards <laughs> yeah, to like, I if you're a fan, that. you're not trying to take in that much information. <laughs> you know, like you just... Um, so the decisions that cannot be challenged, they'll continue to include forward passes, roll balls, discretionary penalties, including 10 metres offside, ruck infringements relating to play the ball speed, tackled into touch after held call and descent. So anyway, to be honest, it's all too much information to me. <laughs> um, offside infringement at scrums. Let's go. I haven't read this one yet. Hopefully. A full penalty will be awarded rather than a set restart for offside scrum infringements by the defensive team anywhere on the field. Yes. That's what we know. Love it. Thank Christ. Thank Christ for that. It was getting outrageous. The, the amount of teams are just like, stuff it. Just make it. Just give them six again. They're already at their first tackle anyway. Who gives a shit? Um, the non-infringing team will retain the option of repacking the scrum or taking the awarded penalty. Any, time, any team which deliberately locks the ball in the scrum to trap defenders in an offside position will also be penalised. Well done. I love this NRL. I think this is fantastic. Fuck the scrum, as in fuck the defensive teams. They were always screaming up. They were always getting offside and making it basically not impossible because their tries were still scored. But tries were usually scored off scrums when teams didn't break the rules. Guru, thoughts? Any team which deliberately locks the ball in the scrum mm. to trap defenders, so so you can't try and trick the opposition anymore, is that essentially yeah, what they're I think saying? So, yeah. yeah, okay. Not sure what the problem with that part. Yeah, I, I don't like, have an issue good, with that. Keep that's, the team on side. Like, yeah, yeah. Honest, that's your halfback's duty to call when the ball's yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's weird. That's mm. strange. That's yeah. I don't mind though. Like, it is what it is. Like, fuck. They're going to call the penalty if they're offside, even though you know, maybe they get it wrong that time. Oh, the, the first half that I loved, though. Yeah. We desperately needed that. As you said, all, all the teams were taking the piss out of it, and you would have been stupid to not take the piss out of it. Well, I'm just on the mind of, like, look, did I ever watch a game and we're like, how good he trapped the ball, and they balked. Like, didn't really add much to me. Like, I understand Fair. it keeps them honest, um, but in saying that, it's a bit of a nothing thing. Agree. Love it. And I also like that they probably were tempted to change it midway through last year when it was becoming out of hand, but I'm glad they just held off until the off-season. So, yeah, it's great. really good. Yep, good it's stuff, like, NRL. It's like, it's like for years we had – I used to hate rugby union fans saying, your scrums are pointless, they're worthless, why do you do it? And I'd sort of sit there and go, you know what, you're – 
you're right in a lot of regards. They don't serve a lot of purpose in the game. And in recent years, because they're sort of getting a lot of these structures around the scrums and what the defensive lines can and can't do, we're seeing all so many tries scored off. Yeah. So they're bringing the set plays back in. Give into outside it. back space. Yeah, and they're great. They're great to watch. And as a result of this, we're going to see a lot more tries off scrums. And I'm all for it because yeah. the best executed teams score off it. You know, I won't say more often than not, but pretty often mm. it's a great part of the game. It opens it up. Yeah, and historically yeah, one of the better scrum coaches, Tim Sheens, too. So hopefully, oh, be interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Now, ten meter compliance in general play. Active defenders must have both feet in line or behind the referee when setting the ten meter defensive line. Referees will have the option of awarding a full penalty for multiple ten meter breaches without requiring the mandatory use of the sin bin. Referees can still use a sin bin if they consider breaches to be deliberate or cynical. The changes will give further clarity to officials and teams around what constitutes a breach of the rules. Has it always been both feet behind? That's what I, was trying to work I thought out. it was one foot. Yes, yeah, so I wish. I wish the article said what they went to when they went mm. from. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. But look, find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find out. Um, yeah, look, I don't mind it. Uh, both feet is pretty hectic. You're That's basically hectic. getting. If if it hasn't if it hasn't been both feet already, you're basically getting an extra meat in the league. Yeah. Because you've got to take, because you can't stand with both feet flat footed in the same. You've got to have one foot back. So instead of being a meter forward of that ten, like so, basically, let's say you need one foot behind, you put your one foot behind the line, and then your other foot, you're leaning forward in a start position. That's about a meter. You're gonna to have to go a whole meter back. So you're it's basically like an eleven meter fucking. That's a substantial change. Yeah. Because I was saying I was under the impression that it was always just one foot behind the line. Like, yeah. You've played a game of footy or watched in your life or it's both feet. So if that is, yeah, and, it, and it's changed from one foot to two. It may have it's a pretty big change. It's pretty, well, it's a whole media to work with, you know. Um, but, yeah. I mean, so, so does that mean if you're de- defending on your trial line, both feet have to be? I'd say so, which is like. It's a lot. That's a lot on your line. Especially if you're defending in close. Yes. Yeah. Like if I've got cheese, it's got that. half and I'm, yeah. It's yeah, like the, if they're both behind the line, they, they can't reach it quick enough. Yeah, the rule last year, I'm reading, he was definitely touching the goal line with one foot and then offside was one foot either on or off the ground in front of a teammate would be offside. So the both that's feet, yeah. that's a big fucking change. Why, there. I wonder? Like, to what, make it clearer, what's, maybe? What's caused the change? Maybe easier for it. I don't know, but... Well, like, if, you're, if you've got two feet behind the line on the try line, like, surely you just barge over every time. Tell you what else. Like, with the, the prior rule, with the scrums not leaving early... Now their feet have to be both behind the ref on the scrums. That's giving the attacking side another meter to play with. Here's an early call. I think we're going to see a shit ton of tries off scrums. Yeah. Like, potentially almost comical. I so could be wrong, that's the way meter. I'm seeing it. And you can't, you can't, because like people, even before this year, people used to get offside scrums all the time. Like all the fucking time. They now had both to foot. because the plays were so well executed. Yeah. You couldn't stop them otherwise. Yeah. So now at the risk of giving away a penalty and you're essentially a metre back, that's, um, I know there's going to be a lot of scrum tries. Yeah, this is, this will be interesting. Maybe we've got it wrong and it was always two feet, but I don't recall so, it being. No, sorry, it's, I think it, it just says in line. So I don't know if it, it, maybe they're just clearing it up a little bit. It just says in line with the referee. But even in line, you can have one foot. You still got to yeah. fucking yeah. Then you can't have one in back. front. Yeah, you used to be able to have one in front. That clearly says mm. both feet. Yeah, both feet. Yeah. Anyway, be interesting to see yeah. how it plays out. I think it, it it could potentially have way more impact than they realise because it's a whole yeah, meter. It's like, hard to officiate unless you're on the trial line. Yeah, hard to officiate to um, adjudication of completed tackles. Referees will issue a single call of held release. When a tackle is complete, 
rather than the separate calls of held and release. The change will address unnecessary slowing of the play the ball and improve game continuity. I actually don't mind this because like what would happen is, is the ref would go held, held and the players would stay on, stay on. Then they would go release and the players would then slowly react like to, to the release call and the ref was kind of in a spot where like, they did release but they did it so fucking slowly whereas if it's just held release then it's you've only got one call to make to just you've got to begin straight away you can't you can't predict the release call that's going to come in three seconds and tangle yourself up or whatever you just got to boom get out of there i don't mind this hopefully yeah i don't mind it what do you reckon we'll, see, we'll wait to see how it fucking plans out yeah we'll see how it plays out so do you see them calling held earlier or later oh fuck i, I couldn't tell you i couldn't tell you i had no idea I think that, 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 that'll be what decides this one, won't it? Like, if it's the one call held release. I'd assume later, because if, it, if it's fucking, the, if it'd be touch footy. So sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to be they call held early. Were they call held at the same time or later, you reckon? I'd, I'd assume later. later. They have to call it later. They have to. Yeah. It'll become so quick if yeah. they don't. Because yeah. essentially, as you said, when they go held, held release, you know, you're buying an extra second, maybe two. Mm. If they just call it straight at the same time, as you said, touch football, it'd be, be so bouncing quick. up straight away, so I assume a bit longer. They'll just have to lay it. Just yeah. off the back of that, and I don't know if you guys agree, it, it seems like these rules are advantaging the team with the ball. So, like, I hope we don't see, like, a bl- another blowout kind of... Because it was good last year when the scores are a little bit closer and they're closer and a, bit, a few less tries. So, hopefully I'm reading into that maybe a bit too much. But it seems like the defenders are being, like, more penalised in you these new rules. Vibe, hey? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is true. Which is bizarre because, like, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I thought we'd found a good balance. Mm. You know, we had still the free-flowing great footy. Like, I thought last year's footy was really entertaining. Like, I liked it. I thought it was yep. really good. I thought the year before we just got fucking stupid. Way too, way too open, way too many points, blowouts, all that kind of stuff. Oh, I'll tell you what. Again, there's a lot of this just coming through as we speak. But So the reason there's so many tries off the back of the scrum last season was because of how good teams got at holding the ball in Halfback who feeds the scrum shoots out oh. and gets it from the lock. They can't do, do that, that now yeah, because wow. they can't hold it. So there's the change. So that's going to balance out. Yeah. You can't shoot off your line, but you've essentially got one less man. Yeah, because I was going to say, if you, yeah. if, if you could still hold the ball in... Would have been crazy. Basically guaranteed try. Pretty much. Because each player has like at least, what, eight metres to work yeah. with and like spaces between the players. So the no holding is to counteract how quick that... Yeah, so that... Which I don't mind. That I, makes sense. I that like that because it's saying basically like, look, you've still got space, yeah. but you have to execute the play well. Yeah. You can't just, just, just hold it and then wait for the half to get the mm. ball and then just spin it. Um, so yeah, that's going to... From what we initially thought, that'll cut down the scrum tries yeah. a lot, but probably to a good limit. Like, it's yeah. fine. Look, I, I probably half of these, like, for example, I, I liked, I love the scrum penalty one. I love the 18th man one. Then there's some that I'm like, probably hard no one, but most of them, most of them, I'm like, 
the the, t- the two feet behind the line is what's concerning me the most. Mm. That's that's the one that I'm, I'm unsure is like the most impact on the game. But maybe we've got it wrong, and it's always been that. Like- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.